we got my co-host with me, Bundy, tonight. I just wanted to say to Bundy, um, Bundy, I love you and everything, but don't fucking play with me, all right? Because I ain't the fucking one. <laughs> I just got to... That's right now. Serious. I ain't the fucking one. So just be careful what all you right. say tonight because I'm all a little, right. you know, little all on right. edge, all right? Tension. Ten- little tension in the air. little tension in the air tonight. What would you do if you had a million dollars? I'll tell you what I'd do, man. Two chicks at the same time, man. You know... It's just a real nigga shit, your real nigga story, you know what I'm saying? This beat itself so much. Thanks, like a bunch of narcotics. There we Justin, you're looking sharp. You're looking sharp. Um, you know, we got to come in and bang out a few of these in a row. So when I take off for fucking two, three weeks, so like last week when I go to New York City for the fights and I miss Thursday night, you know, I got, uh, you know, there's a couple people out there that, that watch this, you know, because they'll be asking me, you know what I mean? When's the next podcast coming out? You know, um, we got the flag up here, you know, <laughs> if you know, you know, being shoot a tattoo. We're looking for Larry Bird. When I go to Columbia, December 2nd, number 33, coming up. It's got to have a special edition with the Shamrock. I say this every week, but I really got to start doing it. Like, thinking about, uh, Justin says, you know what? You, you're better off just coming in and, and talking like you do. You know what I mean? But I'm thinking I should have a, some type of idea what I'm going to talk about, you know? But um, I just come in and uh, let it roll. Um, what, yeah. what do you think, Bundles? Yeah, you're good at it. We we got some stuff to talk yeah. about. We've had we've had some action at the Sober House. Yeah, right? we can talk about our, our buddy. Yeah, we won't uh, pull the microphone up. Yeah. We won't say any names. <laughs> uh, we had quite an eventful week at the Sober House. Yes, we did. Um, Holly Black called yesterday. He was back in detox. I go to bring him cigarettes today, and he's already gone. He already left. But we had another resident of the house. Long time who, too. Long time resident who people are familiar with. Yeah. May or may not have been on this show. All right. Not saying any names. But there was there was an um there was an incident where he, he got off probation, so I really been keeping an eye on him and I like him and he's a friend. And um, you know, it'd be a shame. It would be a shame if um if he goes back to prison because he's at that age where um you know, five, ten, fifteen years is basically a life sentence. Yes. When, you know, yeah. when you're fucking sixty years old, right? Uh so, he was showing some behaviors, um, sleeping till noon, uh, not shaving, looking like fucking Johnny Rambo, had a girlfriend who was um, sleeping in his car on the street, Yeah, had curtains up on the windows, everything wasn't adding up, but he, he, had, he had gone through some stuff before with this girl, this guy. And uh, I asked my house manager, I says, uh, run the cameras back in the house and see if he's sneaking this girl in. So this was, what night was that? Yeah, Sunday night, yeah. Sunday night, I get a call. I get three missed calls from a Monday morning at fucking 6.30. I'm like, I'm waking up. It's quarter of seven. (laughs) And there's a text from him. Mike, you want to come here? So I call him up. He goes, you got to come look at this. I don't even want to say anything. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it was a good video. So, Bundy's here. Bundy's supposed to be the house manager, by the way. He yeah. should have his finger on the pulse of, yeah, well, of this house. Yeah. But Bundy's got the, what's the, the fucking mask when you sleep? 
the uh, sleep apnea. Yeah, the sleep apnea. He's got the the Darth Vader thing going on. So when he's <laughs> a little loud, you don't hear nothing. When he straps that on, <laughs> right? I mean, they could have a fucking marching band in the living room, fucking smoking crack around the clock, and he wouldn't. He wouldn't uh, know. You know? Yes. Yeah, so I go over to the house, and I uh, he cues up the security cameras in the office, and I see something where I'm like. This could have that could have been so bad. It yeah. could have been so bad. It could have ended real bad. So there's infrared cameras, and I see this person come out of his room at uh, one in the morning. Now the house is pitch black. Everybody's sleeping, uh, and he has a fucking claw hammer in his hand. This this fucking big, right? Mm-hmm. And then he picks up this little wooden folding table. Yeah, and uh, it was like um. It was a shield. Yeah, it was like a shield. Like the. Yeah. What's that movie where he kicks the guy off the thing? Spot a kid. What is it? 300. What's the. Yeah, what is that movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah whatever. The fucking yeah. Spot a kid, right? Yeah. He thought he was fucking. Yeah. Fucking. What's the guy's he was, name? He was what's the actor's t- name there? The French guy? Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. He thought he was fucking the sober house yeah. Gerard Butler. He had the wooden thing and the hammer. And he's walking around the house, and he's yeah. swinging doors open, the bathroom door, the, the cellar door, right? Yeah. And there's this fucking hallway. Bundy's room's down the end of the hallway. And thank God Bundy pisses in a bottle. You know, maybe that's why. <laughs> no, maybe I just don't piss at no, night. Listen, that's what no, listen, no, maybe. You know, I found him with a milk jug full of piss in there. Maybe that's why Bundy... Maybe he knew Gerard Butler was out there <laughs> with the hammer and the shield. Uh, you know, maybe he came across him one uh, night. That could have been. A- <laughs> it could have been. So at one point, Justin, I'll, I, I'm going to show you the video afterwards. I want to post it, but I want to wait till he's back in prison because I don't want him to come fucking hit me with a fucking makeshift fucking shield and a fucking claw hammer. Um, he is, he's by the door in the dock. And he's got the hammer up like this. Yeah. Like, he's he's like, the door's right there. He's next to the door. It's back to the wall. And he's got the hammer up like this. And I'm like, imagine fucking, here comes Bundy with his boxes on and his fucking balls hanging out. The fuck, because Bundy wears his short, shorts. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, so, shorts. <laughs> yeah, no, no. no, but like I, I'm saying, imagine like Bundy comes walk. It's pitch black, right? Not a clue what's happening. Yeah, half asleep, yeah. rubbing sleep out of your eyes, stumbling down the hallway. It's pitch black, like walking to the bathroom, and fucking no. you get hit across the face with a fucking yeah. wooden table with a hammer right behind it. Yeah, and and you know, I I joked about it, but I'm like, you know, if that was me, I don't know how I would have reacted. Right. Yeah. I mean, I might have shrieked like a woman and dropped a deuce in my pants and took off running. Oh, who knows? Yeah. Worst case scenario, you you lock up with him or you grab him or you you throw a shot. And this guy's laced up, you know, amped up, fucking high as a kite, paranoid, thinking you're coming to kill him. And he's fucking armed to the teeth. Yeah. That and it's pitch black. Uh, it ended well though. It did end well. It ended Packing with bags. Get yeah, the fuck it out. ended with me yeah. walking in his room and fucking pounding up on the the headboard above his bed and telling him that you know your gigs up. Yeah, you got to pack your stuff right now and get out of here because now you're a fucking safety. Everyone in this house isn't safe with right. this, you know. And he was good about it, man. You know that my my other guy Billy. I said Billy, go. You know, 
he wouldn't even and this was after i told him pack his stuff i'm like billy because you know he he had he paid the month's rent i says i'll give him half the rent i said here go give him the money and billy was scared he's like i'm not i'm not good <laughs> he's like you know Bob, you know like he's like oh he ratted me out afterwards he's telling people because i had him look at the cameras right but billy was so scared but I, I wasn't scared one bit. Not that I'm like, I ain't scared of nothing. But I knew he was the kind of guy, like, like that's how I am, right? If I was in your house, if I was in Bundy's house, and I knew him forever, and you come up to me and said, hey, you're fucking smoking right. crack, and you're walking around with a hammer at 2 a.m., we saw it, you got to go. I'd be like, all right, gig's up, right? Mm -hmm. So I, that's the only reason I wasn't like, you know, and, and he was. He was good about it. Yeah, and he knew. He, he knew it was coming. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that's a wake up call. But I'll tell yeah. you, watching watching that tape, you know, it was it was a it was a few things like you know reflecting of you know, you know I don't know if um, you know Justin. Well, I know Bundy. I remember Bundy was calling me once. Right, this was this, like I had paranoid <laughs> you know delusions. Right, so I mean I used to have them bad. I've done some crazy crazy stuff. We could probably talk for fucking three hours about <laughs> my paranoid delusions, but. Yeah. I remember one time Bundy got out of prison. It was, what was that? When were you living in, Burick in that room and house? Probably uh, like five years ago. I was going to say. Yeah, about well, five, five years yeah. ago, right? Yeah. So my social media wasn't, you know, close to what it is now, but still I was always on Snapchat and I still had a lot of followers, right? So he doesn't know about cell phones, right? I get, I wish I still had the, the voicemails. I get these voicemails from Bundy. I get like two missed calls from, from fucking three in the morning and he's saying, you're in my phone. Get out of my phone. Yeah. Bundy thought I was watching him at all times. You're in my phone. Stop yeah. fucking with my phone. I'm like, this fucking guy's fucking whacked out of his tree. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyone who's ever who's ever done cocaine, um, yeah. you know, knows a little bit about the uh, the paranoia. You know, yeah, I mean, psychosis. I think it's like when you're, you know, when you're a kid and you, you smoke weed and you just get the munchies and you laugh and then you don't smoke weed for a while and then you smoke it and you're fucking hot tracing out of your chest. That's happened to me. I had like a panic attack once I, after I got out of prison. I'm like, what the fuck, right? And um, cocaine's like that. When you first start doing it, when you're younger, you're having a few beers, doing a few lines. And I, I, I remember reading something once. I'm, you know, I might be wrong. Obviously, I'm no expert on it. That your brain chemistry changes and you react different. And then there's just a, there comes a time where you know. The first, you know, the first bump, the first hit, the first shot, whatever you do, you know, you get a rush. And then after that, it's no fun. You know, you, you, you know, no. you think people are coming to get you. No. You think the cops are outside. No. It's, it's, um, it's crazy. And you, and you, and you keep doing it, you know, you know, insanity, uh, doing the same thing over and expecting different results. I remember 1993, I'm, I'm trafficking a lot of drugs. I'm, I'm, Sending stuff from San Diego and Tijuana to Mass. I ended up getting wrapped up. But I had a friend, Greg Smith, who's out in San Diego now. I actually bailed Greg Smith out. He got arrested with um, like 70 pounds of weed. <clears throat> I bailed him out of Cambridge jail for $5,000. He immediately got on a plane and flew to San Diego and never came back. That was 1994. Really? And he actually got busted out there a couple times, like drunk driving, and did a six-month bid. And they didn't even they didn't even extradite him with the, with the felony trafficking over 50 pounds warrant. <clears throat> so, um, Greg, I want my five grand, all right, because I know he still watches this, right? And he's got some story now. Well, what about the two pounds? I get, yeah, I don't remember any of that stuff. But um, the reason I bring up Greg Smith is I remember in like 1993, 94, 
Um, Greg's had a good painting business, and you know he'd party though. He'd go out and drink. He'll go on the wagon. He went just on the wagon for a couple of years. Fell off, had a few beers, but he'd do coke once in a while, like nothing crazy. But he back in the day with freebase, you'd cook it up, and you know. And he set up a tripod video camera in his living room, <clears throat> and recorded himself. Yeah. You know when he start, you know the whole paranoia yeah, peeking yeah, out yeah. the windows, and I was like, wow, that's fucking genius. It is. It is. You know, because yeah. if I ever saw myself, you know, but you, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. You know, <clears throat> but the paranoia that 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 comes with that. I mean, that could have been a fucking. That could have been a deadly scenario. You know, and yeah. uh, he's got a new nickname, the Hammer. Yeah, the yeah. Hammer. I mean, hey, uh, he'll not to clown and laugh about it, but watching that tape, that was yeah, that was yeah, horrible. I mean, hey, horrible. Yeah, yeah, that was bad stuff. But uh, yeah, and then we got Polly Black running around out there. That's bad. But um, other other than that, things are all right. I uh, I went to some fights Thursday night with Dickie Eklund. We um. We went down to uh, Madison Square Garden and uh, King Callum Walsh, kid out of Ireland. He's uh, he's great, great fighter, up and coming, out of the wild card gym with Freddie Roach. And um, we went down to see him fight in the main event. He won, won a unanimous decision. And uh, me and Dickie were in. Uh, did you see the clips? I got to send you those clips with the police yeah, cars. Yeah. Did you see that? <clears throat> so we went down to New York City, and it's always last second thing. We get in the car and drive down. And you know I don't want to I don't want to uh, watch the fights and then drive home, you know at eleven twelve at night. So I'm no. like, we'll stay the night. So I'm looking for a hotel in New York City, and you know they're all expensive in Manhattan. And then I see one. <laughs> it says Pod Fifty One, right? Yeah, hundred and seventy bucks. Now I don't care. You know, I, I look at the pictures real quick. I go, oh, this is great. I mean, when I tell you, it's a prison cell, minus the toilet. Look just like it, too. It was five feet wide. No, it had to be a little, yeah. A little more. Probably like eight, right? Nah. Yeah. I mean, it was close, right? And it had two bunk beds and a stainless steel sink, and that was it. There was no toilet in the room. Had the bars on the window. Yeah, it had the bars on the window. Yeah. It was, you know, me and Dickie, it was like fucking, it's like old home week. You know what I mean? We, we, and then he, <laughs> he tried hitting me with the, you know, there's nothing worse than when you're in prison and- and your cell's open, right? And you got some guy coming in, and then this guy shuffles in. It's like some older guy, and he goes, I have a bottom bunk pass. Yeah. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Climb up on the perch. So I told Dickie, I said, Dickie, you're getting up top. No, my back, my leg. You know, he pulled the he pulled the bottom bunk pass on me. But um, yeah, we had a great time. And and when I was in New York City, I realized I had some bean shooter bumper stickers. So I, we were right across from the 17th precinct in Manhattan. So we hit like four police cars with bean shooter bumper stickers. And then on the on the way out, I was uh, walking and there was a police car right by the hotel. And you could see them. There's like a coffee shop there in the coffee shop, right? So I go, Dickie, put a bean shooter bumper sticker right over the front license plate. <laughs> So he's like, no. I go, I'll give you a pack of Newports. He goes, let's go. Give me the fucking. So he's putting it. He's putting it on the car, and this good size uh, lady comes over. She says, "Hey, don't do that. Don't be doing that." He's like, "What? You know, no, don't be putting that." And then she she uh, flashed a badge, I guess, detective, and uh, 
as soon as she walked away, we we did it anyway. But I, I I'm I'm like messing with her. I'm like, she wasn't a detective. That was a fake bat. I'm fucking with him. Put it on. Put it on. But what she said was, don't be putting that on a department vehicle. That's cop talk. Yeah, yeah. You know, who the fuck yeah, says it definitely de- was. Yeah, who says department vehicle, you know? No. So, yeah, Dickie got busted in the act. And uh, the next day when I left, I, I wanted to go to um, Colony Grill in, uh, in, Bridge, in um, Connecticut. Where is it? Not Bridgeport. Where the fuck is it? Uh, Stanford. Stanford, Connecticut. And you wouldn't believe what I did. It's like I drive like an hour out of New York City. I go to this place. Then when I when I get out of there, I, I put on the GPS. Now I don't got waves on my phone. I put the GPS. It says six hours and twenty minutes. And I'm not realizing it's Friday. It's a holiday, so there should be no traffic. And I'm like, it's four and a half hours to New York City. We just drove for a fucking hour. It should be like three hours, right? And I'm like, this this don't make sense. So I go, I'm just gonna fucking rent the hotel take a fucking nap and my gps was fucked up i rent this hotel they go oh they we're we're replacing all the locks i go i don't care i just want to sleep dude they're working on the rooms on both sides of the room they put me in i'm laying in the fucking bed losing my fucking mind right then i leave that night and i'm driving and we drive by 95 and i'm driving and i'm driving and i'm driving and then i see 95 coming up again and it's not telling me to get on it and it's saying like five hours and 20 minutes. I pull over, download ways. It says two hours, 10 minutes. I'm like, you motherfucker. Like, that, that's what it would have been all day, yeah. you know? But uh, yeah, then I got back and, and we come back to that. But um, yeah, getting back to the house, everything's uh, everything's running all right, you know? Yeah, it is still. We got yeah. um, we got the holidays coming up, you know? So it's just so much, uh, you know, added stress for everybody, you know? All the dealing with all that and um, Christmas shopping and, and you know no. Thanksgiving coming up. And I always got guys in the house. I got two houses that that don't have families to go home to. You know, so um, every year I do something different. Uh, this year, um, Summer Street Grosses, my guy Frank, they're great. They're over in Chelmsford, Massachusetts. They're, they're fucking delicious. But I had him. Um, He's a chef, and he's cooking up two big turkeys with all with all the fixings and everything for each house, you know. And um, I don't really have a big family, so I don't have anything at my house, you know. And um, I have an aunt. I stop by her house, and um, but it's just me and my father and my daughter, and we don't, you know. Me and my father, we can't cook a fucking grilled cheese, you know. It's you know, she got a she got a bad yeah. hit, uh, Jordan. But um, so you know, I enjoy that, you know. Yeah. You know, that place is a good place. Yeah. Real good. Real good. I can't wait. Yeah. Summer Street. But, um, you know, some about it, you know, it's like, um, you know, having the sober house, right? It's rewarding when you can help guys and see guys, you know, that turned it around, or guys that get out of prison and, and don't have anybody and don't have any family left, right? And it's... Um, it's like those are my people because I've been there. I've been, you know, locked up on Christmas and Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, it, shit like that's rewarding. You know what I mean? When I when I have Thanksgiving dinner over there and we're watching football. And, and during football season every week, I buy like 300 bucks worth of steak tips and, yep. and dip and everything. So every Sunday I have a cookout there anyway for the guys. And um, and so Thanksgiving, I, I, I look forward to that every year, you know? Yeah. I look forward to Thanksgiving. So that'll be good. And, and then it's just a countdown. To Christmas, no. and, uh, 
Another month else, away. And, you, and, you know, it's like anything else, whether it's Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever, right? You, you just, you're just, you're just, you're just counting down the days, right? And you can't wait till it's fucking behind you. When you get older, right? When you're a kid, you, you know, you're loving it, right? right. But, um, but, you know, for me, it's just like, ah, oh, fuck, I, you know, I made the mistake with my daughter a couple of years ago. I'm like, fuck, how about I just give you like $2,000 like a week before Christmas and you buy everything you want, right? <laughs> Whatever, just give me a number. Here's 2500 right? Yeah. So she was all for it till Christmas morning came and there was no fucking presents to open up. You know what I mean? So I'm never going to make that mistake again. But um, speaking of my daughter this morning, we were involved in a motor vehicle accident. Hmm. Yeah, it was pretty bad, too. Yeah, and um, I'm driving her to school this morning and... uh. You know, she was late as usual, so, you know, it's her fault, basically. And I'm driving down, you know, this main road, Merrimack Street. Light turns green. I go to take a left where Lowell High School is, the street, Kirk Street. And as I'm taking the left, there's a car coming straight. So, you know, I take the left in front of him. But there's, like, kids crossing the street, so I got to stop. And I just see this van driving at me, driving at me. And I'm thinking he's, like, you know, going to hit his brakes at the last second. No. But we're looking at him. And he's texting. He's looking down. Not going too fast. Not like this, you know, horrific collision. But the guy just fucking T-bones us. My daughter right on the passenger side door. And, uh, yeah, fucking yeah. hits my truck pretty good. Fucks it up. The door's all smashed. Oh, the door can't, it won't shut, right? 2022 Dodge Ram. It's fucked up. So I get out. I go, yeah, good job, buddy. Fucking texting on your phone and not even looking where you're going, you know? So, um yeah, you know, I um, I hurt my neck. No, got taken away in the ambulance. Yeah, I did. So, so did I so did my daughter. Bad, yeah. You know, I mean, it's you know that was a win for her. She, you know, she fucking hates school anyway. Yeah. So I mean, that was just like a field trip to the emergency room. Oh, yeah, so lucky. the um, the crazy thing was, um, <clears throat> uh, should I say this? Oh, fucking my life's an open book, right? Jordan's mother. Should I bring it up? Hmm. Yeah. 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 Why not? So Maybe my daughter's not. mother, who she wasn't too close with, knew of me. I mean, I blocked her a while ago, but I, I like her. I don't, you know, I don't have anything bad to say about her. Just we, we, you know, just the same stuff over and over. So I'm kind of like, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes you got to block people out of your life, not just on your phone. But she'd always call her up now and then and say, oh, you know, have Mike unblock me. This and that. So I get a call uh, the Sunday before. Sundays have been eventful. Last yeah, it'd be last Sunday. Sundays. Something's happening. I got a call. I got a call that she was found unresponsive um, by a neighbor. Yeah. Um. Uh, <clears throat> in her house, she had no oxygen to her brain for uh, they thought like an hour. Huh. Um. She was in the hospital on life support and on a breathing tube and everything. Uh, Sunday and Monday. So I picked up my daughter, my father did from school and told her. So I took her to the hospital and she was, you know, she was there because, you know, there was like no brain activity. You know, it wasn't looking good. And then like after a day, like um, we got a call that she was following nurses commands. She still hadn't opened her eyes, but they were like telling her squeeze her left hand and squeeze her yeah. right hand. And she was doing all this stuff. And um, she actually bounced back. I don't know, I don't know how she yeah. did it. She's still in the hospital. It's been two weeks. Um, her liver function is starting to go back up. Right now, her kidneys her kidneys shut down, and she was on some dialysis, which is – I don't know much about dialysis. You know, you always hear about kidney dialysis, but I didn't really understand what it was. Someone explained it to me, and, it, you know, it's fucking terrible, right? But um, 
um, when I went there today, I guess her um, she was showing, showing some improvement because they're saying it might bounce back. So hopefully, because from what I understand, that's torture, that that um, dialysis. But the the reason I bring her up was when I was in the back of the ambulance with my daughter, I said, well, we can go visit your mother, you know? <laughs> and the guys are in the ambulance here. They're looking, the paramedics, they're like, I said, yeah, her mother's in the hospital too. So, you know, we're going to have a little family day today, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Little reunion, yeah. you know? <laughs> Impromptu yeah. reunion. So I sent her a little picture of me and Jordan on our way in the ambulance and said, you know, Oh, we're, we're on we, our way. Yeah, we're on our way. We, you know, we missed you, so we figured, you know, <laughs> so we we went to the um, went to the ER, got checked out, and then I done my trucks, and I just took the uh, the elevator upstairs, and we visited her. So yeah. we had a few laughs anyway, you know. Yeah. So that was that was um, that was a dysfunctional family for <laughs> day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hopefully she gets better. Like you know, hopefully the. Um, the kidneys kick back in and and everything everything works out. Um, last week was it last week? I did the Be a Man podcast with those guys. If anyone knows Boston, Be a Man, they're great. They're great. The his whole team, um, just real good guys. You know, um, John was a Tonzo, a Tonto, uh, Joe, and the Be a Man guy, just good guys. Like it was real natural. I don't I don't go on other people's podcasts. People ask me a lot. I don't want to. People ask me to do skits and this and that, and I don't know. Just I just do my thing, right? And um, they asked me a few months back. They said, "Hey, we're going to start having guests on our podcast, and um, we want you to be one of the first guests." So I messaged BM in. I said, "One of the first guests or the first guest?" Right. And if I'm not the first guest, who's in front of me? <laughs> And he said, legitimate question, Pete and Shooter, you're going to be up for his guest. So, <laughs> so I had to because, you know, I, I enjoy the content also and and just uh, just good guys. I've been talking to them for a little while, you know, texting back and forth. And that's the first time I really met them. But I felt like I, like I said, it was real natural. I felt like I knew them guys a long time. Yeah. And uh, I reached out to them for some advice. You know, guy Joe, he's helped me with a few things because he's, you know, he's been doing this for a few years now. He started that page and it did real well. And I uh, wish those guys nothing but the best. And uh, that was that was a good thing. Um, Bundy, what's going on with you? Just day to day, working out, trying to lose some weight. Back in the gym. Yeah, back in the gym. Six days in a row so far. Yeah, good. Uh, how you eating? I'm eating a lot, a lot better than I was. I cut out all the sweets. Yeah, so, it's uh, sugar, man. Yeah, they cut out the sweets. Sugar's bad. Yeah, the uh, just uh, I didn't work off for like two months, so now I get back into it slowly, slowly. But at seven o'clock in the morning, I'm right there. Yeah, All right. So same with me. I same thing. Like two months, I uh, went to Thailand, and, and, and once you take two like two months off, even a few uh, days off, it's a it's a pain in the ass trying to get back in. It's so hard to get back yeah. in the routine, you know. Uh, you know, when I was a small child, Justin, my mother looked me dead in the eye. <laughs> I was up to my mother's knee, and she said, That's Bean it. Shooter, the hottest piece of equipment to use at the gym is the front door. Yeah. She said, now go fucking use it. Yep. <laughs> that was it. Yep. <laughs> but it is. It's so hard. The point being, right, when I get out of a routine, man, it's, it, it's, it's fucking tough to get back in it. Yeah, it you is. Know? Oh, man. And... um. I keep going back to to my friend who was in the house for how long was he in the house? Two years? 
Yeah, a couple of years. At least a couple of years. Yeah. I, I, you know, I keep thinking, you know, like, I yeah. couldn't imagine, like, uh, just being in that situation, you know, because it don't know. end well, right? No, it don't. Guys like us start getting high, you know, it's not going to end well. We're going to die. You're going to yep. end up in jail. Or yep. Best case scenario, like detox. And um, I hate to see it, you know. I hate to see it. But no. you, you know what? There's a lot of guys out there that that get off booze or drugs, right? Yeah. And right away, you know, you have people that, you know, joke around and say, Captain, save a hoe, right? That's an old uh, song, right? But um, it's actually a song. Did you know that? Yeah. Captain, save a hoe. Yeah. Um, and guys... They try to like rescue somebody else when uh, yeah. they should be focused on themselves, yeah. you know. And I, I, we, I, we already told him about that. Yeah, and he's like, no, no. But yeah, well, looks what happened. Look what happened. Yeah, he's always, you know, people, you know, and uh, I feel like, you know, you, you see that play out, and you can, you can, you can kind of see how it's going to end. You know yep. what I mean? And uh, it's yep. not going to end well. Yeah, misery loves company too. Yeah, and uh, just being in prison right now, you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, I'm, you know, we can joke about it and laugh about it, and I can tell prison stories, right? But I couldn't fucking fathom. I mean, if I had to, I'd go back, I'd be all right, right? Because I've done it my whole life. I could go back and, you know, get right in the swing of things, right? But I couldn't imagine it now. <clears throat> I mean, doing doing 30 days right now, 60 days is like, Oh, yeah, drags. Yeah, never mind years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, before it was it was nothing. Oh, yeah, it was a party. Months, oh, six months, great. You know yeah. what I mean? Right back. And uh, yeah. yeah, it was a party. Yeah, more know? drugs in jail than there is on the street. Yeah. And um, now I couldn't fathom it. Yeah. I really couldn't fathom fucking, you know, stand for count. And, and that's well. the worst is these cops that are fucking telling you what to do. I know, I know. You know what I mean? And yeah. And I and I can attest for him, he's the same way. We were the guys that that fought it tooth and nail and we're always, you know, in segregation and the whole and yep. and it's just man, it's just no way to live, man. Nope. You know, um I remember, you know, I would have said it before when um in the hole for months and months on end, you know, and um I remember I, I um a cop come up to me and he's like, you know, you're in here with nothing, you know, because they stripped me naked for like 60 days. Remember that? Yeah. They yeah. had nothing, you know? And he's like, I hear you in here laughing all the time, you know? And I was just like, yeah, I'm fucking losing my mind. But I go, no, I got a lot of material up here, and you know? But uh, just just being like, you know, taking you out for a shower and fucking handing you the razor through the slot, using it, and fucking yeah. throwing it out, and, and all this fucking shit. It's like when you... When you're living it, right, you know, I don't know. It just, it almost seemed fucking natural, right? Uh, I used to say to myself, I'd say, you know, it's funny. I'm on the streets and I'm getting in trouble and I get arrested and then I go to court and they fucking put me in jail. And then I'm in jail and I'm fucking around. I'm getting in yeah. trouble and then they put me in the hole. Like I, I'm, I'm just constantly, you know. <laughs> getting fucking until it's like the last place you right. know what i mean there's like nowhere lower to go you know yeah. and um you know doing drugs and alcohol and booze and then going to jail and fucking detox and then go in the hole and like you detoxing from coffee that was a tough one huh? yeah it is too you, you ever detox from coffee justin 
Yeah. Coffee yeah, headaches. Vicious right? headaches. Yeah. Go the whole yeah, right. I'd be yeah. fucking, my head would be, I'd be fiending for a cup of coffee. And they'd be like, yeah. you know, someone would smuggle you down some coffee in an envelope or something. And you, you'd have like a milk cotton. You just, you know, some tap yeah. water with it and uh, maybe save some honey from breakfast. Yeah. That's the move. Yeah. Honey works. But um, <clears throat> yeah, banging down a cup of coffee, right? The headache's fucking gone like that. Yeah. And I used to say, Jesus, I detox from drugs and then I detox from coffee. I'm constantly fucking getting put in a cage where uh, <clears throat> I'm coming off something. But my, my father used to say to me, you know, I couldn't imagine, you know, not being able to get up fucking middle of the night, walk uh-uh. down to the fridge, you know. Yeah. Have a few fucking Oreos and a glass of milk if I want to, or, you know. Go out in my car and just take a drive, you know. Yeah. He used to fucking, he'd be amazed. Like, how can you keep going back? <laughs> towards fuck? the end, of, t- towards the end of your incarcerations, they wouldn't even let us in the same fucking jail. Yeah. <laughs> if I was a no more no man, he came in. It's like one of you's getting shipped out because you ain't staying together. Yeah, they they yeah. split us. They yeah. split us up. They didn't want us in the same institution together. Yeah. They ship us South Bay or Worcester. Or they yeah. shipped you all the way out to that. Remember when they were shooting you with the bullets? Where was that? Oh, that was Fall River. Yeah, Dartmouth. Right? Yeah, Dartmouth. Yeah, Dartmouth. Yeah. It was sure we shooting with bean bags or the the uh, dirty uh. They were like like the paintballs, yeah. But they were rubber. Oh, and they didn't break. Yeah. But Eddie, had, I had bruises all over me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> just cough up. We won't show you. Go fuck yourself. How many they shooting? A lot. I coughed up actually. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? It's not shooting, fucking. You know they're putting them in the freezer like the uh, paintballs. And, right? and the worst part is they ain't for your prick and shit. It's like fuck. Once he started, it's like all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Let's they get you in the yep. beanbag. Yep, you're done. Yeah, that's a you know. Imagine the cops. They must be like, look at this dumb prick. He's refusing <laughs> to put. It. Give me the fucking pistol or the fucking sack of rubber ball. Uh, <laughs> how many? He's gonna cough up. How many, of, how many of them are shooting at you? The one, just one. One would open the trap or crack the door a little. Yeah. And uh, if I go towards the trap, then, then the gun will go through the fucking door. And so either way, so yeah. they one there's a few people out there, but only <laughs> one time they were shooting. Saying, oh, Did you try motherfuckers. Yeah, and it, it just opened fire. <laughs> Saying, you motherfuckers. Uh, For people who don't know, the trap is a little slot in the door. They open and give you your food yeah. through. So it's just a little slot in the door. Yeah. And, uh, they usually pop that open, and that's where they spray the mace and the tear gas in. Yeah. I've never had the, the um, I've never had the fucking rubber ball shot at me though. Yeah. They that, were doing that to everybody in there. Really? Yeah. It's like, well. Yeah. It's the only place that ever did it, I think. I don't know. Yeah, that's that sheriff. What was his name? Hodgson? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised he's still in. Is, is he still running? Yeah, he's still there. Uh, remember his yeah. his moment uh, his moment to shine was Aaron Hernandez. He was on the fucking news every fucking day. Yeah. Then, yeah. yeah, he was fucking, that guy sucks. Yeah. yeah. Is he dead? He, he was like does. the sheriff Joe Arpaio. He's like one of them, the guy in Arizona <laughs> with Tent City. That yeah. fucking, that piece of shit, right? Yeah. But, um. Yeah, like I said, I've been in Plymouth, you know, with the management loaf and all that, and, the, you know, getting gassed, <clears throat> maced, and everything. And that's the worst. That shit yeah. dries out your throat, you choke yeah. for hours. It's fucking, yeah. it's terrible, that yeah. stuff. But, uh, yeah, the rubber balls. I remember you come back and you had welts all over you. <laughs> yeah. And they shipped me back from Worcester. And then 
then I don't know what they sent me to South Bay because we were I back think so, together. Yeah, yeah. Cause I got, I got shipped out to Wista and he got shipped out, <coughs> out there to, um, <coughs> Dartmouth. to Dartmouth and I got to Wister and, um, as soon as I got to Worcester, I uh, I met some kid in the fucking holding cell, and he's this white kid, and he was from New Hampshire. And I said, do you know Kevin Gill? And that was my friend who got arrested for the murder, and he escaped from there. And we're talking, and he's like, yeah. And <clears throat> I don't know if I told the story before. Did I tell the story about the radio getting stolen? So I had my I had my Walkman, and I had an illegal envelope, like a manila envelope. So the cells, we're like the only two white guys in the cell. So they call me out for mug shots and, and, you know, you're getting shipped out from another jail for, we were involved in a, a fight in the gym and then I, yep. I suck at someone on the tear and stretch them out like a gent. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, so they ship me to, um, to Worcester House of Correction and I'm in the holding cell and there's got to be fucking 25 guys in there and a few black guys, probably like 15 Spanish guys and they're like all Latin Kings, right? this white kid so they call me off a mug shot so i says hey here hold on to this it's got my walkman in it you know my manila envelope and it was like bulky because my radio was in it a couple of things so he's like yeah so when i come walking back in the cell he's in the corner of the cell talking to some spanish guys and there's my envelope sitting on the thing flat as a pancake <laughs> my radio's gone yeah so here we go then they, they just got done telling me listen we know you're in the hole for a while bill ricka we're going to give you a clean slate. We're going to send uh, you a population. So everything's going smooth. Uh, now the radio's gone. <clears throat> so I call the kid over. I says, hey, fucking asshole. Where's my radio? Oh, I, I just put it down. So I'm like, here we go. Now I'm good at, like, we have words, boom, 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 throwing no. punches. But all the talking and arguing, like, I, I get, like, nervous when I fight. Like, Bundy's ice cold. Everyone's different, right? I get, like, butterflies. My right, voice right, starts right. skipping. I'm just, I just got to throw punches. I'm not good at the mental warfare and the, the, that shit drives right. me crazy. Yeah. I'm just good at something pops off, boom, 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 throw my hands. Yeah. That's what I'm good at, right? Getting it over with. So I grab the kid. I go, I'm fucking looking. I dump out his shit in front of him because I got. I know he don't got it, but I got a certain. He's he's the only right, white guy in there. I got to look in his first. So now I get up. I, I get that fucking uniform on. It's like they, I take it off. They t-shirt on. I says, hey, you know, I got something to say, and they're all screaming and yelling in the Puerto Ricans. There's this big fucking jacked one. His name was like Coco. He was like the head of the Latin Kings. Right. Yeah, he was from like Great Brook Valley. He was some big dope dealer back then, right? So he's jacked up. I says, hey, some fucking coward cell thief just stole my fucking Walkman. And I'm looking through everyone's bag. Right. So he says something to all of them in Spanish. They all stand up. I'm telling you, there's fucking like 13 of them, right? They all stand up. And they had the you had these garbage bags with your blanket, your bed rolling and all this stuff. <clears throat> they all put them down. He goes, go ahead, Poppy. I know they don't got my fucking radio. Right. Right? I know the white kid don't got it. Now there's two African-American gentlemen. <clears throat> One of them's name's Bullet. Right. Because I remember him yelling, yo, it's Bullet, it's Bullet. So I said, you, Bullet, I'm looking in your bag. So now he's like, oh, no, man, three people already left the cell. Yo, that shit's probably another block by now. Ba, ba, ba. I right. says, 
Just give me the bag, Ace. Yeah. Step back. So he opens the bag and he moves a couple of things around real quick and he picks it up and he like spins it to shut it. Yeah. I tell him again, I go, step back, Ace. Right, right. I'm looking in your bag. <laughs> so now the kid's sitting down. He's wearing flip-flops, his feet across. He goes, yo, you can't just be looking in people's... I was on top of him. And I'm standing above him. I got my foot back. I'm ready to kick him in the chin. I go, you got a problem with me looking through your friend's bag? And he goes, and he's like, no. I open up the kid's bag, bullet, move a couple of things around. It was there. There's my radio. So now he's got the earbuds of the wire. Yeah, I'm yeah. wrapping it up. Now the whole cell's like, ooh, you know? <laughs> so, so we fought, and um, I got him pretty good. He got me with two shots when we first started swinging. Yeah. And he got me like... Right here on the side of the head. Crack, crack. You know, I, right, right. I oh, ate him. One, two. But for like a few days, you know, when you, yeah. you know when you hit the side of the head and you're chewing afterwards, and it's yeah. like bruised and, you know, it hurts. But that was, uh, those are the only ones he landed. And I ended up getting his shirt up over his head, like a hockey thing. And I was drilling with uppercuts. He was leaking. And, nice. um, and nice. the cops were like screaming, you know, break it up, break it up. And of course, you know, <clears throat> I'm not breaking nothing up, you know. So they, they get the keys and they right. fucking bum rush the cell and they fucking drag me off them. And um, these Spanish guys, these Latin kings. Yeah. I mean, I could have been a Latin king. They love me. Because <laughs> I'm sitting there. You know, they don't know, right? Uh, I'm just sitting there. You know, they're just looking at me and they just saw me just handle business. And it was, it was good. You know, it was yeah, good. They loved ahead. me out there. They were sending me all kinds of stuff down the hole. But afterwards... Um, and like county lockups in the back by the holding cell. It used to be the hole, too. They used to call it county, county lockup in Wista. And this cop comes over and he goes, hey, what was that about? So I said, ah, horseplay. We were just, we were just fucking right. around, right? He goes, no, man. He goes, you got him pretty good. He goes, he's going to the hospital. He goes, he goes, you got him good. He goes, I don't give a fuck. But like, what was that about? I go, hypothetically? Maybe he went in somebody's property and tried appropriating something that didn't belong to him. <laughs> hey, he, he, he's got the vanilla envelope right there. He opens it up because he knows I just come from another G. Like another. Right. He pulls out the walk and he goes, hypothetically, could it have been this? I go, well, hypothetically, yeah, it could have been. <laughs> could, could have been my Sony Walkman. Uh, yeah. you know? So uh, so I went, <laughs> I went to the fucking hole after that. And when I got to the hole, there was a kid from Wista, Danny Brunel. Yeah, Danny. Danny. Yeah, and I like Danny, right? And Danny yeah. was a tough kid, man. Yeah, Danny, seen, yeah there he is. Oh, I seen yeah. Danny. One time in Old Colony, I'm in the Old Colony Bridgewater. I'm in the uh, HSU, the hospital, and this kid comes in all banged up, leaking. Yeah. And uh, then another comes in, kid comes in all banged up, like eye swollen like this. And I'm like, wow, that was a good one. And then here comes Danny, and they got two bags of ice wrapped all around his hands, and he's walking in. I go, oh, my God. <laughs> So I was in Walpole with Danny, so I knew him, but I, I never saw him go, but I knew, you know, I knew he, right. could, yeah. he was that kid, you know what yep. I mean? He was a tough kid, and um, he was in the hole in Worcester, and uh, and right away, you know, he was he was yelling out to me and, and this and that and fucking, so guys were all hooking me up, and uh, that guy ended up PCing, the, the guy Bullet, he ended up PCing out of the hole, he, he yeah, faked he a shit. heart attack, he pulled yeah, a stunt, yeah, he, yeah, he, pulled, he a pulled a stunt, and um, yeah. I remember Danny telling me, he says, um, they're not going to send you to population here. You get shipped out of Ilrica, you know, Bundy and fucking. Yeah. Now you're here. Yeah. He yeah. goes, immediately you get in a fight. Right. You know? Yeah. And it don't look good, you know? Um, it looks like I walked in the holding cell and 
just fought the first black guy I saw because they don't know you like that cop knew right right you know what I mean but it's not a, it doesn't yeah, look good right. you know what they, I mean it looked like some know. fucking mental case like I just just went in there and just attacked somebody you can't say well he stole my radio right you know what I mean so, so um he's telling me you're not going to population I'm like no no they told me you know after a month they were gonna send me I'm, I'm down there like fucking two and a half months then one day they came and um they came and put me on the bus and fucking sent, going back. Yeah, sent me back back yeah. to Bill Ricca. You know, <laughs> that was um, just a house. Stay. Yeah, um, another time, Worcester House of Correction. I was there a few times. You ever been there? No, never. Oh. I think that's the only jail I've never been in. Really? Yeah. They they fed you good there. Like back in the day, like everything now sucks, right? Yeah. Um, they fed you good, but um, another time I get to. I get to whistle. I was a correction. What did I get arrested for? I get arrested in the hot box. Oh, I was out. I was like, I was running crazy, stolen car. I had it filled up with stolen goods, and a state trooper goes to pull me over on Route 2. No. And Route 2 is just like, I mean, you might as well be in fucking upstate New York. It was just trees. You know, there was no exits for like three miles. Right. I was in this beat up. The ignition was cracked, right? <clears throat> I just fucking, it was like I gave up. I pulled over there, and the state trooper was all right. He came up to me. He goes, what's up, license registration? I go, I don't got a license. It's revoked or whatever. He goes, he goes, well, hold on. You know, maybe it ain't in the computer yet. He really said something crazy like right, that. Right, right. Like, oh, maybe, the, you know, they don't know it's suspended yet or something. I go, car's stolen. I started with a screwdriver. He goes, puts his hand on his gun. He goes, that'll do it. Keep your hands where I can see him and step out of the vehicle. So, because <laughs> it was just like, you know, usually I'd run or get in a high-speed chase. But it was, I don't know. I was just like, I gave up. Had and, enough. Had I get enough. to, um, <clears throat> I get to the holding cell in Whistler. Once again, the holding cell. And I see this guy, Marvin Smith. You know Marvin Smith? No. No. So Marvin Smith from Mattapan, he, he, he killed a guy who was involved in a murder case in a barbershop in Mattapan. And like, you know, 83 or something. And he was, he was in Walpole. And let me tell you, Marvin Smith was one of the most respected black guys. Now, yeah. Marvin Smith didn't fuck with white guys. You know, he was, he yeah. was with his own people. Yeah. But let me tell you, like old school guys that say, oh, convicts, he's a convict. That word gets thrown around a lot. But these old school guys were convicts in the mean, in the, the definition of that, like how I was, was Marvin Smith was a convict. If Marvin Smith saw two cops beating you up, he didn't give a fuck that you were white. He was jumping in. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't fuck with white dudes and that, but he was like, and when a bunch of those guys in Walpole got shipped off to Leavenworth, you know, Stevie Dari, Jack Campbell, yeah, yeah. he got shipped out too. Like, he's just a, he was a hardcore guy. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, he didn't really fuck with many white dudes really at all, yeah. you know? He was uh, very well respected and, uh, you know, nothing but respect for him. Like, Marvin was just, he's just a good dude. So he, uh, he overturned his murder case and he got out, and uh, I get in the holding cell, and I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting there. I go, Mob? He's like, oh, shit, what's up? I go, no, what's up? Go, you got out? He goes, yeah, I overturned my case, isn't that? I'm like telling him what happened with me. I go, what happened with you? He's like, I down in South Carolina. I was getting some guns. He goes, I, I had a stolen Jeep Cherokee. He goes, and when I stole it, I had the guy's wallet. He goes, and there was a LoJack card in there. Wow. And LoJack's a tracking device on the cars. He goes, he goes, I should have known. I'll never forget. He goes, I'm driving down Route 2. I go, fucking Route 2. He goes, it was a statey right there. He goes, when I drove by, I saw the front of the car light up. Like, 
Like it's yeah, yeah. It set off like uh, a thing. They had these things in the cars, a low jack, you know. He goes, they chased me. He goes, I tried kicking the chase, you know, four wheel drive up an embankment. He goes, you know, they got me. So I go, oh fuck, right? So uh, now they fucking they take us, and and Wister was like overcrowded, so they take us to this gym. Right. We walk in this gym, and there's fucking sixty bunk beds. <laughs> They're fucking this close to each other. Yeah. <clears throat> It's 99% Spanish, and they're screaming and yelling and playing dominoes and, you know, fucking yeah. salsa dancing yeah. and whatever else they do, right? <laughs> they have one thing about the Spanish people. They're good people. Like, Spanish people yeah. won't eat in front of you. Here, puppy, yeah, they'll they, give you something. They, they're really- They're generous. They're generous. They're good people. Yep. That being said, they are very loud human beings. Yeah, they are. They are very loud. Yeah. And this, and like being from like Walpole, Walpole was all single cells, quiet time, 10 o'clock, lights go out, no one says a word. Guys don't even flush their toilets. It's like real respectful and quiet. And and I look at him and he looks at me and we're like, yeah, hell no. Like, oh, we're not climbing up on the top bunk above fucking uh, right, right. Know, salsa night over in the, <laughs> over in the corner, right? So we walk, <laughs> we walk over. I, I hope Ma, I hope someone shows us the Marvin. He's out there somewhere. We walk over to this desk and the cop's sitting there. And I said, yeah, we're not staying here. And he like laughs at us. He goes, yeah, you are. So Ma says, no, the fuck we're not. So he's kind of looking at us like, he's fucking too, right? Hey. So he calls up the captain. The captain comes in. He goes, what's going on? I says, yeah, we're not, we're not staying in here. He goes, is this your first time in jail? <laughs> and Mob said, I just gave him 19 straight. <laughs> just like that, right? He looks at me, he goes, I'm not even going to ask you. You guys know the drill. He goes, take them there, strip them down, give them their reds. You know, took us both to the fucking right, hole. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. So Marvin bails out and I'm in the hole like a week. And I had a bail, but I was... Um, my family wasn't running anywhere to get me. I don't have much of a family. I had my father. That's all I have. And at the time, he wasn't fucking going anywhere. He definitely wasn't driving a whistle to fucking put up any money. But my aunt Franny, once in a while, would, would surprise me. She bailed me out of there once before, actually. So they cracked my door in the hole. They go, let's go. It was a low bail. I don't know, like 1000 2000 So they walk me down to receiving. And I'm fucking, I'm like, I'm getting out because mob just bailed. I'm like, getting out so they get me down on a fucking receiving i go bail bail i'll never forget this cop was like hawaiian he's like concord i'm like what he's like concord he's saying conkin mci conkin i got 52 eight they were uh, sending me to conkin right uh, <laughs> I, th I thought i was getting uh, out, I'm, like, getting I'm out. saying what he's saying concord i'm saying oh motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah yeah good old good old wish the house of correction um yeah Wista, man, when I was a kid, I was in DYS there, escaping from DYS. And uh, Wista's a cool city, man. Coney Island hot dog, shout out. That place is fucking the best. Um, Every time we go there, it's, they're closed. Yeah, it's like on Tuesdays or Mondays, yeah. they're closed. It's like less two times, three times we went. We well, went there on the day they're fucking closed. If anyone's ever been there, they got these. It's been there forever, and you can, like, carve your names in the in the booth. Uh, there's a, my name's up there a few times. So, uh, yeah, of course. Um I escaped from DYS and I got picked up there when, in 1984, 85. Really? Jesus, we're fucking fossils, Bundy. Yeah. But um, 
But that being said, all that, you know, the drugs, the relapses, the fucking running around with hammers, the overdoses, yeah, everything, right? Looking back, like I said, where I am now, you know? I know. I Who mean, would think, right? I mean, it could all go in the blink of an eye, right? I'm, I'm sober 10 years and seven months, right? And it could be gone tomorrow, you know? You don't know, you know, but... But right now, I just I just couldn't imagine it. You know, uh, I, I no. couldn't I couldn't imagine going back to that. And you know what? I want to smoke weed, and I definitely want to do shrooms, because I love fucking shrooms. And I and I really, I really think psilocybin is, is a fucking wonder drug. You know what I mean? I really think it, it could help a lot of people with depression and all kinds of stuff. But the way I look at it now, I mean, maybe I will. Right? Not today. You know, I know I'm not going to do it today. Right. Uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Nope. Right. Things nope. are going good. Um, do I need to smoke weed? I mean, do I think weed would lead me to heroin? No, I don't. I really don't. Do I think mushrooms? Would? No, I don't. But then again, right, Justin? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's right. Why? Uh, why nope. fuck with the formula? Nope. Um, all right. What was this? This uh, episode number seven. Seven, yeah, it's gonna be seven. Is right? it seven? Oh, yeah. Nice. I think, come on, Justin. Nice. Come on, man. You're the, you know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus, this guy. Anybody yeah. out there do buy editing podcasts? <laughs> this guy dropping the ball. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Let's double check it right now. Yeah. Episode seven, yep. You're gonna nice. whip this one up tonight? Oh, yeah. You're gonna yeah. get it right out nice. there? Friday, five nice. You're the man, you're the man. Um I know I came in here and just kinda winged it as usual, but um yeah, episode number eight. We're gonna we're gonna bang out a couple. I gotta come here and do a couple so when I fucking take off, you know. Um yeah, I gotta I gotta take off again soon. You know me, I can't sit still. No. No, I what got, another three weeks? Yeah. Two weeks. Three yeah. weeks. Two weeks. Uh, I gotta go. Uh, especially with this cold weather, you know, um, <laughs> this <laughs> this weather, man. You know, yeah. when there's nothing better than when you get off a plane, you just feel that heat. It's like, yes, sir. You know, I'll, uh, I'll end with this. A couple of years ago, I went away, and um, I remember I come back. It was like one, two in the morning. When I went away, it was like the it dropped down to like twenty below with the wind chill, and my flight landed at like midnight. And I didn't have a ride home, and I was trying to. I wasn't waiting for an Uber because it wasn't. In, it was before that, before it was up in Central Parking, the the um, the Uber thing. I was like down outside the door on the terminal. So when I walked out the door, it was like a fucking sheet of ice. I took a step, and I'm like, whoop, and I I caught myself. Right, it was it was close. <clears throat> so I'm sitting there off to the right. And this guy comes bebopping out, you know? Right. He takes one fucking step, right? <laughs> Whoop! You know, I mean, both feet out from under him, and he slides all the way down to the curb, right? So I'm sitting there saying, fuck, why didn't I have my phone out? Number one. That's, you know, that's thing. But he hops up, and he looks at me, and he says, well, I won't be fucking doing that again, now, will I? <laughs> some, fucking, some fucking Irishman, right? Get the boss, and I said, "No, you won't, no, my friend." No. But uh, yeah, that was it. You know, getting back to the bitter cold. It's just like ah, oh, you know. Uh, but uh, I'm fortunate that uh, that I can go and uh, you know, blow some money. I, you know, I tell people, I go, I make money and I blow it. I can't save money, right? But um, I've blown money on a lot worse things. Yeah, you did. Yeah. We all have, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, hey, fuck it. You know? Yep. What are you going to do? Be the richest guy in the cemetery? 
You know, fuck uh, that. Enjoy it, my life. Enjoy it, yeah. Like Justin over here. Yeah. You know I mean? Enjoy it. what's going on. All right, that's it. Thank you. Boom. Right. Thanks, like a bunch of narcotics. There we Pull up in a new robbery. Living like you got it. Come on. Chopping bricks like a rabbit.